0: We are the one, two, three,
1: Soar Losers!
0: What up, everybody? I
1: Oh, you're going to keep going. No, 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 go ahead, Sorry. Go ahead. What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius.
2: What's up, everybody? I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan. I love to watch sports. I just don't know the details about who's who and what's what and numbers and crap like that.
0: What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. If you hate your job, you want some side money, you want this to maybe become a career, listen to me. I give you locks, I help you with betting. It is a huge source of income. If people at the office are talking about betting, you have no idea what they're talking about. Listen to the show.
2: So, if I heard all that, I'd be like, wow, I want to listen to the show because lunch will teach me something and I'll make money listening to Ray. Boys, I think I'm out. Like, I'm just the dude, I should be the listener. I shouldn't even be on the on the podcast. Okay, cut his mic. All Let's right. go. We'll move on. I mean, let me just listen. Bo- okay,
0: boys, and let me say this about our locks. This is really embarrassing. Did we miss every lock this weekend?
1: Uh we did miss every lock. <laughs> the way he
0: says it, <laughs>
1: but um, I'm,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I we, mean,
1: if you want to look at it that way, did I mean, we
0: miss every one of our locks?
1: Well, not not necessarily. No, because I had the World Series under six games but that wasn't part
0: of your lock on friday no, he did give us that lock earlier so we so worked. you
1: had to wait for it to conclude so that saved the weekend is because that's the only one that really hit we'll take it so we uh, were one
0: in four though one in four <laughs> technically that is terrible i'm freaking four, mad but, at myself i don't um, know why i said over 52 for northwestern wisconsin i didn't know the wisconsin quarterback Horner book brook yeah <laughs> i didn't know he wasn't playing stupid
1: I don't think anybody really knew he was playing. It was a last-minute thing. I I woke up Saturday morning and saw that he was in concussion protocol may not play. But besides that, I am so frustrated, but whatever. I nailed the World Series. The World Series ends last night. Yeah. The Red Sox just went through the playoffs like nothing. And what's crazy is when you think about it, the Dodgers were really the worst team they played in the playoffs. First, they take on the Yankees in the Divisional Series. 100 wins. Then they have to go to the ALCS, play the Astros, who have 103 wins. Then they go play the Dodgers, 92 wins. Easiest pie. Yeah, like, ah, who cares? They're nothing. Ah, blah, blah, blah. And they lost three games, three games the entire postseason.
0: That is a dominant team. That's usually what happens, it seems, though, in the MLB playoffs. If you get hot, you're winning the whole thing, right? No, they were hot the whole year. Yeah. They won 108 games. They were
1: the best team from start to finish. And usually the team with the best record in baseball doesn't win the World Series because you're right. Usually a team is getting hot at the end of the year and sneaks into the wild card or sneaks into the, you know, as as a division winner at the very end, and then they just carry that momentum. But the Astros were, or not the Astros, the Red Red Sox Sox were good from the start to the finish. They were the best team in baseball, and they won the World Series. And they made trades that no one talked about that's, that really changed their season, that saved their team. Steve Pierce was picked up <laughs> midseason for a minor leaguer and some cash. Yeah, who is
0: that guy? Steve Pierce. The MVP? The MVP ah! of the World Series. How much would you want if you bet on that? Exactly. Yeah, that was a bet. I saw that one.
1: And what's awesome is he has now played for every team in the AL East. That's like, He's a wow. journeyman. Like It's not like he's just like an established star and he plays for all these teams. They just picked him up so he could hit against left-handed pitching. Did you make that up, journeyman? No, that's what they're called. Oh, okay. A journeyman, I was say, journey, that was beautiful. journeyman is someone that you know plays one yeah, season the, here, plays next season a there. A troubadour.
2: He's on the road. He's always from team to team to team, and his then, bag is always packed. And you, it, it didn't make headlines when they traded
1: for him. It was just a little blip. Like, okay, yeah. they get Steve Pierce. All right, great. Who cares? But you know who did make headlines? Machado, and he Machado. sucks. Machado. And then they also got Nathan Yuvaldi from the Tampa Bay Rays. I like that guy. And he was lights
2: out. Like he's a starting pitcher but they put him in the bullpen and he 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 was the difference. I mean, talk about a dude that just seemed like stress never got to him. His composure was perfect every time he's on the mound. Call me an idiot. How long have they had Kimbrel in
0: the as the closer, the Red Sox? I uh, like 3 years. Dude, through. he is awesome. No. He he is good. He's good. Now, Dude, what, he, Eddie's doing his what, hand right now. What, how he what, puts, what is Eddie, that? Like, like, Kimbrel puts his hand up awkwardly. I've never seen a kid. He, he puts his right arm,
1: because he's a, he's a right-handed pitcher, so he stands on the rubber, and he sticks his right arm to the right, and then it goes down at a 90-degree angle at the elbow as he's looking at the signal from the uh,
0: catcher, the sign. Okay, and then he goes into his wind up or whatever. He's
2: been doing it since day one.
0: You know there's kids right now playing little league baseball to start like this because of Kimbrel. My, that is badass looking. My wife hates it. I love it, dude. We're watching the game and she's like, Why does he
1: do that? She goes, That's what I'm gonna be for Halloween. I'm gonna be this guy. And she throws her arm out <laughs> and she makes fun of him. And I love the fact that the fans behind home plate make fun of him. They do that. Like, too? Like they
2: all sit there and do that. And, ah, I try to get in his head. And, I mean... So, I, does he do that to get in the batter's head? Or is that just his ritual? It's also a superstition ritual thing. A ritual. A couple a couple of things that went through my mind. One, ritual. You know, it's just something that he just does. Makes Maybe makes him feel comfortable, and that's just what he's done forever. Two, it's definitely a trademark. It's his thing. No one else does it. It's his signature move, where, like, if anyone does it in the world, they're like, oh, that's Kimbrel's move. Three... Is it, do you think that it's any way of intimidating the batter? Because it is intimidating. It, it looks kind of silly once in a while, but if you're the batter and you're looking at him, looking at you like Batman with that right arm down, that 90 degree angle, it's kind of intimidating.
1: It might be intimidating. I think maybe he does it because he was trying to find something. Maybe he just figured out that that's when he felt most balanced when he's going to pitch and it worked for him. And he's mm. like, okay, like, because. Not everybody has the same pitching motion. Not everybody has the same swing up at the plate. You find what works for you, and maybe that's what works for him. Maybe it gets him in a mind like, okay, keep the arm in. You know what I mean? Something that goes through his head. And he found it worked, and he just kept doing it, and now it just looks ridiculous. And he grew the beard. Now he grew the beard to look menacing and look intimidating. Okay,
0: I think. And that's a gross-looking beard too, man. It, there's stuff you can do with dye just for men. Make it a little better. I don't. The well, what, color's weird and it's spotty. Well, he's I'm red. Pretty, I know. He's redhead. I'm pretty I know. sure
2: I saw a noodle stuck in there like the other night. <laughs> like there's food definitely stuck in there.
0: Who has the grosser beard? Him or Justin Turner? I was going to Turner. say Turner's
2: is horrible. Turner looks homeless.
0: Yeah, like, he looks rough, and he's married, I believe, because he he's supermodel. Uh, I think a really good-looking girl. Yeah, they've showed her on TV before or something like that. He's a surprisingly, shockingly good-looking chick. <laughs> but but you know, like I know, I obviously
2: know. she's well, well she's, she's what? They can't be in love. Well, come on, I mean, they can't the, the, be in love. That's probably the ugliest dude I've ever seen, like ever. <laughs> like, and he's married to a supermodel. I wonder why. Because he plays for the Dodgers. He makes a lot of money. Like, come on. It, it, lunchbox if your cousin just just because he's, he's just no one he's just a regular dude look like that would he pick up a supermodel i don't know no chance you know you don't understand they have a chance to meet the supermodel that's why they can i mean
1: damn she's hot <laughs> look yeah she's good looking <laughs> yeah i i, I don't I, I don't see your your point oh, here shut, because, shut
2: up you're being stupid you know my point no no you know he, my point
1: Listen, I don't know when a guy, if a girl finds a guy attractive, then she finds him attractive. I don't know what, a, i the only ones I find weird are when the really young hot chick are with an old man. That's when I know it's for the money. That's obviously for the money. That's the only one I know. But back to the World Series. So David Price has had a bad rap for sucking in the playoffs. Real bad. Choking. Boys, we can put that to bed he came out last night and slammed the door on the dodgers and here's him in his press conference because obviously the press rips him apart everybody's mean to him about it like oh he's a choker in the
0: playoffs and he is salty and this is what he's got to say and eddie listen to this tell me tell us what you all think right. about him saying all this crap because yeah i know you haven't followed the storyline with him and I'm media not. just nope. what you think he said to them or okay. whatever. i hold all the cards now uh, and that feels so good so um that feels so good uh, i can't um, i can't tell you how good it feels to um to hold that trump card and you guys have had it for a long time you've played that card extremely well but you don't have it anymore no of no, you do and that feels really good
2: Ooh, that's rough what was he saying that's rough i mean they've been trashing him all year who david price but who have they been tra- – The media, been- the media. Oh, okay. So he's he's telling the media, like, screw you guys. You all have been talking trash about me all year, and now you cannot talk trash about me because yep. I proved you wrong.
1: Yeah, he's basically saying you talk trash about me in the playoffs for all these years. Like, I, I, I don't have it in the playoffs. Like, there's something wrong with me in the playoffs. Now, shut you up. You
2: held that Trump card in front of me, and now you can't use it. I love it.
1: He outpitched Justin Verlander in the ALCS to clinch it, and last night he outpitched Clayton Kershaw. Two previous Cy Young Award winners. Never been done in postseason history. David Price, I tip my hat. And Clayton Kershaw. Don't have a hat. Tip mine. Clayton Kershaw, once again, craps the bed. Craps the bed. <laughs> I mean, his team comes out all hyped. Here we go. We're going to try to get back in the series. We're down 3-1. First inning, already down 2 nothing
0: Oh, is that how it started out?
1: Yeah. yeah. Boom. Home <clears> run. Pierce. Dang. I mean... Do you have the last out of the World Series? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear that. And and I'm going to tell you, people are saying, why did they bring in Chris Sale? And I think that Cora brought in Chris Sale because Chris Sale sort of has the same reputation as David Price, struggles in the postseason. Chris Sale was in the hospital, lost like 10 pounds last series. Something's wrong with him. And he had a shoulder injury the second half of the season. And I think Cora brought him in just to give him another chance to pitch in the World Series and kind of have a memory of getting three outs and, and the
0: game was a little out of reach.
1: Right, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah but giving him that chance. I right, like that. giving him the chance to
1: say, hey, thank you for what you've done for this team. I love it. That's
0: Have a gift. It. I know, I love the storybook that you're telling us, but the game was out of reach. <laughs> he so, no. wouldn't put him in if it was tied. Nah. No, he wouldn't put him in if it was
1: tied, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was going to start game six if there was a game six. Yeah. But what he's saying is, hey, man, like, thank you. We got your back. Here's a chance for you to go out, throw the ninth, and be part of the team in the celebration. Right. 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the
0: World Series!
1: 5-1 the final tonight! And the best team in baseball
0: wins it all in 2018! I love it. And you gotta have, if you're in a broadcaster, you have to have that planned out the night before you're planning exactly your closing statements that you want to make. You don't want to get caught where you're not actually thinking about what you're saying, you know, Eddie? So it's like, uh, the final out... Oh, world Super Bowl. Like, you have to know what you're about to say. I can't believe what I just saw. Like, famous things that people have said. You almost can't copy those things. The shot
1: around the world! You can't
0: copy those famous things. You have to say your own statement while also not trying to make it a statement. And Buck does the best at that. He just says, he's like, the best team in baseball is now world champion. That's a good one. Did he think about that last night, though? Did he think about it, or did that just come in the spur of the moment? It just comes.
1: I think if you plan it out too much, because with sports, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be a play at the plate to win the World Series. And so if
2: you've planned it out,
1: you're going (laughs) to be sitting there going, "Uh, uh,
2: That is a walk-off home run! I I mean, no, it it wasn't. I'm sorry, I had it planned all wrong. ah! Uh, Right, I
1: think... Maybe in the younger years, maybe you planned it out, but as he's become more experienced and now that he's been doing it a while and he's in the major leagues, maybe in the minor leagues he planned it, but now I think you just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you believe in miracles when the miracle on ice? Like, I don't think that was planned the night before because- That was natural. The USA wasn't supposed to, that's what I mean. So I think you just let it go.
0: It just comes off and sometimes you have those memorable ones and sometimes they're not so good. Dude, mine would have been, I'd have planned it out if Boston wins. If Dodgers win, I need something else. But uh, Boston wins, get the duck boats ready, Boston. You're not working tomorrow. You are world champions. (laughs) Why don't you do that? <laughs> then I, that would have been mine. That's like, would have good. Been up. But if it was a Dodgers thing, it'd have been like, we can't say we'll see you tomorrow night because that's a famous saying. That's like one of the World oh, like Series. somebody fan- say that. Yeah, we will see you tomorrow, tomorrow night, Game Seven. I can't. So I can't say that. It'd be like. Another day in the palm state. Alright, see, I gotta plan it out better. Yeah. Well, Like if the Dodgers win, it
1: would have been. If the Dodgers would have won because it would have forced a game six. Get your sunscreen ready. We're
2: headed home. But they would have gone back to Boston. Right. So you would have had to say so... something about <laughs> so you had to say, work on that. See, like I'm
0: saying, you gotta plan this out. You're gonna say something stupid <laughs> right. on live TV.
1: <laughs> Boston, get to sleep, because we'll see you for game six. Something like that. I mean, you gotta Maybe come... add
0: a little rhyme to it. Yeah. Ugh, I didn't think about that. Get the private jet ready, mama. I'm coming home to Boston. Oh. We're oh, going to good. Boston. We're
2: going to Boston <laughs> like that, that song. That
1: Dropkick Murphy.
2: <laughs> mm. Dropkick <laughs> Murphy. Go ahead and Google it. Go ahead. It's called We're Going to Boston? Dropkick Murphy. No, I, I know the band, but what song are you thinking of?
1: It has like an Irish jig yeah. to it. Yeah. I, I just that's what I know. Then what were
0: they about to go to? Game six or whatever? They would have gone to
2: game six, yes. Boston has the tea party ship into Boston.
0: Okay, same thing, same hey, difference. No, ready for this one planned out? If uh, if Dodgers would have won, you know what I mean? Dodgers yeah, would have won yeah, now yeah, we're going yeah. to game six. Boston has the tea party, the Celtics, and now they have game six. We'll see you in two nights. That's pretty good. That's not bad.
2: <laughs> hey, did you see before the game where you have Magic and Larry Bird like talking crap to each awesome. other? Awesome. Like, do you do like
1: that? Well, I like it. And I and I love th- that they did before, I think it was game four. They had Dennis Eckersley come out and throw the first pitch to Kirk Gibson. And you may not understand why that's a big deal. Because
2: that's the Kirk Gibson uh, home, home run, run where he's on Dennis in Fenway. Dennis Eckersley
1: played for the A's mm-hmm. and he gave up a game winning home run to Kirk Gibson. And he came back and threw out the first pitch in his A's uniform. That takes a lot of class and guts because you gave up a game-winning home run in the, in the World Series. And that's a moment in history. That's one of the biggest moments in baseball history. And to be able to be man enough and comfortable enough to come back and throw the opening pitch to the guy you gave up the home run to.
0: That's pretty cool. And they did
2: that in where? Dodgers? They did in Dodger State you got to watch a replay of that. Yeah, that's I think cool. there's a certain age where you're just like, whatever, Like, you that's know part what, of my life. You
0: know what would be comparable to that? Steve
2: Bartman, Chicago Cubs... <laughs>
0: He throws out the first pitch to Moises Alou, the guy he stole that ball from and that yelled at him. See, he that stole would the ball be from cool him.
2: of Moises Alou, but for for, <laughs> for Bartman, that just sucks, man. Like, No, <laughs> it he, wasn't
1: Bartman's fault. Uh, Moises Alou hello, should
2: apologize to Bartman. That's that's, that's <laughs> my point. Like For Moises Alou, that's a big deal because he still thinks Bartman screwed it up, blah, blah, whatever. For Bartman, poor dude, the whole city of Chicago, like hazed this guy. But they've and forgiven
0: like, him now that they won the World Series. But and the funny thing about the Bartman thing is... Still, whatever were, they did to him was not cool. It was terrible. You had to leave the state, dude. Yeah. You had to have Secret Service and private protection. Dude, Steve Bartman, there was like four different hands that were so close to touching Stupid. the ball. His was the only hand that touched the ball, though. There were other fools that were so close and There was an other hands away.
1: reaching for the ball. Oh it goodness. was in the stands. And what people do not understand is the next batter... It may have been the same batter, but ground ball to Alex Gonzalez at shortstop. Taylor made double play. You're out of the inning. What does Alex Gonzalez do? He boots it. And that's what led to the big rally. So to blame Bartman to to this day drives me nuts. Go back and watch the game and watch that ground ball get booted. He was the scapegoat. He was just the scapegoat. He was the scapegoat. Not the Billy Goat, the scapegoat. scapegoat. Then. Steve Pierce wins the
0: MVP last yeah, night. Back to, back to yeah, present. I was about day. to say, people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, man, did yeah. I click back we're four years? We were talking about something in hey, 2004. Four years. Four ten. No, no. Oh, my gosh. That was a long time ago. Did again. I accidentally hit archives on the sore losers <laughs> 10 years ago? <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon <laughs> tweets out, Pierce!
1: Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, whatever, MVP. MVP. Okay. And people are all over him. Way to cheer for the enemy! Stop it!
2: Excuse me, you're on the Yankees, not the Red Sox. And McCutcheon's a Yankee, and he's rooting on a Red Sox MVP. They're buddies. They're friends, right? Well, off the field, off the field, they're friends, dude. Now with Twitter and Instagram, we're learning a lot of these, like what we
0: already thought. A lot of these players are friends. They talk, they chill. Just because they're wearing a uniform doesn't mean they don't still. No, obviously they can be friends. But I'm, I, these fans... But by doing the public thing on Twitter, that makes it then out there. Right.
1: He got traded from the Giants to the Yankees midseason. Okay. So what if he says congratulations to his friend on Twitter? But he's a
2: Boston Red Sox. Who cares? Oh, it's, it's a rival. That's a bad rival. Okay, I understand Woo! that. The hey, worst in baseball.
1: If they were in a fight on the field, I wouldn't expect them to be over there just chatting it up. But when you're eliminated and your friend accomplishes something, you're allowed... To say congratulations. And it goes back so far that they played little league ball together. Yeah. Steve Pierce was a groomsman and Andrew McCutcheon's wedding.
0: Oh, there you go. Exactly, uh, exactly. No, It's cool. But, Who cares? Oh,
2: it doesn't matter. But, like, you know, like, what's his, Chris Paul and LeBron James, this is a godfather to his kids. Like, whatever. It's okay. They're really, really good friends. It goes way back. It's fine. Like, either way. Right. It's fine. Off
1: the court, off the field, you can be friends. There's, there's no problem with that.
2: Off the field. Off but the if field. they were playing each other, you can't, be you can't off- go hug him yeah, and I, like yeah, congratulate him. I no. kind of am against it. When There's guys, no difference to Dude, me.
0: when guys round first base and they talk to the I opposing team. I hate it. I love that.
2: Dude, I kind of freaking hate it. I'm like, gives, why are you, dude, I never talk to the other team. That gives me good feelings of like, oh, like like negative arguments and like fights. Those that gives me bad feelings in my body. It's just like, ugh, like why? Dude, why dude, I don't want to see that. I'm fine when with I all see, the good feelings. When I see like you know op- opposing teams first base, like hey man, what's up? They sell a joke and they're both laughing. I love that. See,
0: I don't like when the conversation continues on. If the one guy says hey, good hit, and you're like okay, thank you, my man. You can maybe give daps or something. But when the guys are over there laughing and talking, I'm like, uh,
2: I love the inside joke. Like they're like laughing no, about something. No, dude, joke. I hate that. I'm that like, is why. I
0: I love Russell Westbrook, because if you watch Russell
1: Russell Westbrook, he does not have friends on the opposing team when he is on the court. He only he is,
0: talks to people in Oklahoma City. He is, all, <laughs> he is all business. I am there to rip
1: your head off and win this game, yeah. and I love that I about love Westbrook. That. I love it. I don't like all this, hi, hey, let's play high five on the baseball field. We're friends. No. When you're eliminated off the field and you want to go on Twitter and congratulate your friend... I'm all for it.
2: The only time it gets a little awkward for me is when they pat each other on the butt. Like, a little long. Like, there was an NBA game I saw the other night where, like, the dude taps him on the butt twice, like, in less than two seconds. I'm like, okay, dude, that's twice. Like, I know it's okay. It's sports. You can tap him on the butt. But twice in two seconds? Like, it's too much. The tap on the butt, it happens all the time. I know, but tap him on the shoulder. Like, I, I I think somewhere along the way, they made it okay. Like, oh, it's part of sports. You tap each other on the butt. No big deal. But when someone does it twice, it's like, all right, dude, like, you don't have to tap them no, twice it, on the butt. it would
1: be if they cupped.
2: And left their sque- hand there? Yeah, or if they squeezed. Well, there's no squeeze. That's what I'm saying. That would so be it's inappropriate. Just,
1: it's, just a, it's just a pat. That's like a high five. Yep. Yeah, but we don't do it twice. Right. Well, no, no. He hits one free throw, you tap him on the butt. He hits another free throw, you hit him on the tap, you tap him on the butt. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just, I, I feel like some people maybe take advantage of the butt slap. Like, maybe just a couple more times than they really should.
1: Well, if you want to bet on next year's World Series, uh, the Astros and the Red Sox open up as the favorite, both listed at 6-1 to one to win the World Series. So you bet Love $100 it. to win $600. Yeah. And you only got to wait out.
0: 162 games
2: plus some <laughs> for your money. <laughs> dude, heard, by that time, I'll forget about dude, the bet. Seven years ago, I bet this. <laughs> <was> <laughs> but course. those are the cool bets. So if you do win them, you're like... Hmm. mailbox money didn't know i won that bet right that that's, really is one of those the, you the forget fun, about
1: the fun bets like if you have a favorite team you probably bet them every year and then eventually hopefully they win it so you win some money that's kind of fun it gives you something to cheer about so you don't have to bet on every game yeah and
0: uh bet hey, on every game sounds like one of our friends that yeah we know. Like,
1: like like the rams like people bet on the rams yesterday in the nfl and boy were they disappointed when todd Gurley went down at the four yard line
2: you see something like that and you're telling me vegas isn't involved well, You're telling involved. me that Vegas doesn't call someone to tell McVeigh, "Hey, just tell him to just get past the first down mark and then fall." Please, we no. need, we need people not to go, cover the over. What did? What did Especially you say? With Eddie the money over there in Nashville. Eddie's over there in Nashville is waiting for that over. Just have him and fall because down he to his kneeled, ease. you didn't
0: get it
1: then. Yes. Todd Gurley going down on the four yard line instead of scoring a TD resulted in a one million dollar swing <laughs> at Las Vegas Sportsbooks. That was
2: an automatic touchdown, boys. Like he was making that right, he but was it's the smart, going for it. He, he, you know, I, it's a smart the, football play. I get it. But, and he said, but no one was touching him.
1: Right, right. But the smart football play is you don't give the ball back to the Packers. You just go down and you win the game, and that's all he's concerned about. And he said, man, forget about fantasy and forget about Vegas. We won the game. That's all that matters. And I love that about it. it's a smart play. Not going for the touchdown, egotistical, let me pad my stats, oh, look, I scored another touchdown. No, I made the right play for my
0: team at the right time. I agree but, with you, I'm just bitter. Oh, oh and you know McVeigh sitting in film right now, oh, he's just loving oh, it. Oh, yeah, he oh, is saying. Dude, can you see McVeigh just like, he's giving him a butt slap. No, they're going to have to meet with a Vegas Commission, and they're going to be like, what the F, dude? No, like we- Mc- Dude, McVeigh, Mister yes. guy that memorizes plays, loves the game. He's so intense. You know how much he's gonna love Gurley for doing that. He's like, gonna
2: be. You know he gives him like so a t- smart. Preaches the whole guys, guys. He, he might even tap him on the butt three times. Gurley, get up here. Come on, hey, good one. Come back, right there. Hey, you fell. That was perfect. Beautiful. One more time. There
1: you go. Yeah, the Rams won the game. Won the game, celebrating. But guys, they're undefeated still, but the Rams have a problem. But what's their problem? They have a well, what's their big... problem
0: they don't paint the field correctly?
2: You could still see USC <laughs> underneath the Rams. Well, well it takes a little while to fade. <laughs> it's it's think I hey. think there are three teams playing on that field. And hey, like,
0: we've been talking about grounds crews and how much they make. I mean, guys, I could have painted it better than that. Yeah. That looked like crap. You could still uh, see Southern California. No, well, yeah, Coach, you can't dig up the other paint. No, guys. Coach, you, do what you gotta do. There was a million people watching. But you don't understand
2: game. there's an A plus grounds crew working in LA right now, but it's the World Series, it's the <laughs> USC. They're busy, dude. They weren't working. It wasn't their best work. It wasn't their best work. They were too busy at Dodger Stadium when they're like, guys, we tried our best. Go look at the TV. Look at the Rams right now. Well, we're really sorry we didn't paint over that USC logo.
0: Yes, but the real problem is
1: besides the paint job in the field, the Rams have a real problem the defense. No, oh, I don't crap. think they have a problem. Exactly. You don't you're think that... Wow!
2: How did you see that? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, but you're wrong. That's oh. the problem. You see you see what everybody why else
2: Why do sees. you let him? Why I, I said I
0: right. that's what you think. No, you said yes. Hey, their problem is they're too good. That's their problem. Uh, they're still
1: undefeated, right? So they're just Wow. What's their problem? Their problem is they have no home field. Oh. There was more Packer fans than Rams fans. So the the advantage of being the first, the number 1 seed, is you get home field throughout the playoffs. What's the point of having home field if the other team is going to have more fans in your stadium? The weather. That is awful. That is so bad and so hard. I mean, when they were trying to run plays, I mean, the crowd was so loud. The Packers were hyping up the stands on the (laughs) sideline. And the crowd was getting louder and louder. And Jared Goff's going to... Uh, just hand signals because he can't communicate in his own stadium. There was one time they did a crowd
2: shot, and I swear it's to all God, it, dude, it looked like they were in Lambo. It was all people green and cheeseheads. No, I saw Aaron Rodgers pi- uh, hyping up the crowd. I'm like, oh wow, he's being a jerk. Like he's being sarcastic, playing to all these Rams fans, and they zoom out. I'm like, no, those are all cheeseheads. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm like, what I'm saying. I was really like, oh, okay, he's being a jerk. <laughs>
1: that, and I don't know if it's just a LA thing. Because I felt like last night there was a lot of Red Sox fans at the Dodgers game. Was it really
2: it was. Yes, it was pretty no, loud. Did you hear that crowd? Like You don't hear that when the visiting team wins the World Series. You're right. You don't hear that. Play the audio clip, right.
0: clip again. 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series.
1: 5-1 to one the final tonight.
2: That sounds like they're playing Fenway.
1: And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Boston, we're coming home, blah So that tells me that there's a problem. I don't know if it's I just it's the LA, LA. The LA sports market. So we wanted to force two football teams back to LA. Like because oh, all these people are gonna come. And it turns out both of them, when they play the Chargers and the Rams, there's more fans for the other team in the stands. Yeah. That is the problem for me for the Rams going forward because it's supposed to be home field advantage and it really turns i mean i get they get to sleep in their own bed so it's more comfortable
2: but it's just like a road game but you're a, you're big on those you know road travel like if they're at home they have a better chance of winning Absolutely. stats. like i i don't i think the rams have proved that that really doesn't matter so far so far it may not even affect them all the way through like it may not affect them in the playoffs like if they're used to this the whole year they may even just go through the playoffs going like this is what we're used to who cares? Dude, yesterday was the first time I
0: watched almost a full Rams game. Yeah. Man, dude. They're impressive. They're good. Gurley looks skinnier on TV and stuff. When he's playing with gear on and everything, he looks almost like a fat running back.
1: Yeah, but then when he's not in pads, he looks real skinny. You're That's right. so they weird. They interview
2: him, and he looks like a small dude. Dude, when he was running, he looked almost like a fullback. I feel like that with every running back. Like I feel like even Ezekiel Elliott, he looks fat. Yeah, maybe You know, that's and it. like he'll be just a locker room and be like, yeah, he looks skinny. But
0: but that's the thing. You're looking at Gurley, oh, f- another fat back. And then he just, Phew! yeah. And then he takes off and he gets five yards without even trying. The thing with Gurley, man, is like
2: they're, they're running him like a receiver sometimes. I mean, he's a running back sometimes. It's just like, He's everywhere. Like it's like who's who's catching the ball? Oh, that's Gurley. Wow, I didn't even know that. He's 20 yards down the
0: field. Is golf usually better than that or does he sometimes miss receivers a little bit? He's that's pretty it. good. He's had a,
1: he's been good since he got Sean McVay. His first year is terrible, but I thought I thought the Packers had a good game plan of make them go 18 plays, 15 plays to get a touchdown. Usually, you know, they're going over the top, but they were playing a bunch of defensive backs. Zone coverage, keep everything in front of you, make them dink and dunk, dink and dunk, dink and dunk. And it worked. And the Packers had a chance to win that game until Ty Montgomery is an idiot
0: and runs it out of the end zone. Dude, why run it out of the end zone? This is to every NFLer out there. Nowadays, don't you get it at the 25? Yes. You should almost never run it out of the end zone. Never. Never, (laughs) never. That happened after his fumble? No, that was the fumble. No, that, oh, was, that the fumble. was the Homeboy fumble. Homeboy runs it out of the end zone. Dude, he doesn't even get to the 10-yard line, so that would have sucked enough. Then he fumbles the ball on the 10-yard line. <laughs> so it was a double, double horrible run. Like, not even good yardage, and he didn't even hold on to the ball through a bunch of guys coming at him where you know you got to double arm it.
1: I read that he got taken out the last series before that, and he was mad and like was pouting on the sideline through his helmet. They told him, all right, when the ball comes on the kickoff, take a knee. But he, on his own, decided, I'm going to make a play and ran it on the end zone oh. against coach's orders. So don't be shocked if Ty Montgomery's looking for a new team. Dude, that's some inside info right yeah, there. how'd you get that info? I read it online. Oh, I love... Uh, do
2: not reveal your sources.
1: What do you mean? It's out there. Guys, oh. that's what I'm saying. I was reading about the... I, I just read an article about But the how, way
2: he said it, I was like, I heard. But I love Rodgers. No, I said <laughs> I read it
0: online. Hey, but Rogers, you saw him at the end of the game, you know. Oh, he, he was so so mad so mad, mad, so mad. But he's given the camera those looks like, "Wait, well, yeah. it was taken out of my hands." You I'm know still, what? I'm still the greatest under two minutes. I'm still the he, greatest. Under two right. minutes. It's,
2: it's true. I mean, he couldn't do anything about that. It but he literally strong. he gave that look to the
0: camera, like smiled and just like, "Guys, it was taken out of my hands." You still know I'm still the best at under two minutes. But yep. he, so he he would have done amazing on that drive. They would have probably drove and won the game. No,
2: you, you don't know that. Again, you can't say that. So,
0: he was so good at those play wow, times. But you how don't many know that. points
2: did they score all game? Twenty-seven. I don't know. Um. I don't. Know. <laughs> so, <laughs> good
1: though, guys,
0: you
2: asked a question. Twenty-seven.
1: No, you tried to answer. Right, I tried to answer. answer. He didn't even know, twenty-seven. <laughs> but how many drives did he not score on? How many drives did he not score on? So you can't say. Uh, seven. You can't say that he was going to go ahead and score that drive. You can't say that. And you here, don't know. What the would Rams, happen. they got a n- tough schedule coming up. Next week they're at the Saints. Tough. Okay. We got to that. They play
0: the Rams. They play themselves? They
1: play the Seahawks. Seahawks, <laughs> well, that's
2: going to be Well, that's going to be
1: tough. Then the Chiefs go to Los Angeles to play the Rams. I mean, they got 3 that's games tough.
0: in a row that the are going to be Chiefs Rams is must see TV. Over under better be seventy. You know that's gonna be a shootout. Well, I mean that's gonna be the AFC Championship, right?
1: Yeah, because the Rams are in the NFC.
2: Ah, yeah,
1: dang it. Yeah,
0: coach, just go to ESPN.com, click on standings, try and I, memorize I, I some memorize of that stuff. I gotta memorize all
2: that. Yes, yes, I got If it's not in the NFC East, I don't know who's who. Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, Jets, Redskins, Redskins. <laughs> the Jets. The Jets aren't in there.
1: And then all right, let's jump. <laughs> I, I mean that that was the that was the <laughs> highlight game yesterday. That was that was the main thing about the NFL yesterday was the. Uh, Rams
0: and uh, Packers, and and now the Packers are in trouble because now they go to New England. No, because the Lions suck. They're fine in that division. Oh, the Bears are deep, so they might keep the Packers out.
1: They got lucky because the Vikings lost last night to the Saints, and so it's still a little bit jumbled, but now they go to New England, and I'm going to mark that as a loss. Oh, mark it right now. So Green Bay loses another game, then they're under 500. I mean, it's just it's rough they got a they got a big hill to climb yeah and the Vikings watching the game last night they have got to get Dalvin cook back without Dalvin cook they're going nowhere
0: mm-hmm. what about your boy you said that connection Thielen. No, I
2: mean he he broke a hundred again didn't he he had some catch man I, I mean he, I think I think he's weak what what week are we eight did you see your boy Thielen Mossadude? dude he may be nine weeks in a row over a hundred yards catching okay I love the stats but did you see him Mossadude? dude he went
0: behind the oh, guy's moss, head. Yeah. Like...
2: That's how you Moss somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. I, I read about that, how Moss is a verb now.
0: Dude, you throw, you me that, throw me that football. I'll Moss you right now.
2: After Randy Moss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude, read that, about that. that was sweet. That's one of the better catches of the year. I mean, are, are we still Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins? Is that still not the connection of the year? That's your connection of the That's year. That's the connection of the year. And Thielen, I, Thielen is the best receiver in the NFL I kind of like uh, right no, Mahomes not. and whoever he's throwing to. Tyreek Hill. I like that them, connection. Uh, all the Chiefs. <laughs> Drew Brees to Michael Thomas. No. It, it still doesn't compare. Well, it, it does compare, actually. He's what? only like three receptions behind okay, Thielen. So Thielen is the connection of the year right just, now. Well, I mean, I mean. it's the winner.
0: Marcus Mariota to Corey Davis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're working on That's it. That's top 20. They're working on it. No. Can I tell you who I feel really bad for, though, in yeah, the Yeah, tell me who you feel bad for. And, and, man, gosh, I was watching early Sunday morning. I'm watching the England game, right? The England yeah, game? Yeah, it's in oh, London. Oh, yeah. And, and it's it's the Jags and uh, the—who they who were they playing? Memorable um, game. <laughs> the, the Eagles. <laughs> that feel, it feels like it was two weeks ago. <laughs> it was yesterday. Sunday early morning feels like two weeks ago. Eagles and the Jags. <laughs> and, and they're talking about Blake Bortles. And they're talking about how this dude— is is can't get on social media he is the black sheep of the NFL he if he wins a game they don't give him credit if he loses it it's all his fault and and they talk about how his mom he they interviewed him and he's talking about how his mom like sends them articles, you know, it's like, it's okay, I found a positive article for you. You know, keep that chin up. I know everyone talk. I mean Oh God, how did that get leaked to the media? I mean That's dude, a depressing story. This dude gets slammed everywhere he looks. He's in the NFL, he's a good quarterback. Okay, so his team's not doing so well. And he has so much criticism coming his way. I feel bad for the guy. Like, he can't even get on social media without someone saying, You suck. Is it just because he was so bad for so many
0: years that's how that got so negative? And then they were good last year and now they're not good again. Because he goes
2: to teams and they think that he's gonna be a good quarterback for them, and he's not, because he's just not that kind of quarterback. You know, I mean he's not a franchise to, quarterback, right? What teams has he been with? The Jags Jags. And, oh, it sounds singular. <laughs> like, what he doesn't he, play with anyone else? <laughs> nope. <laughs> What, his That's high it. school team? No. That's it. No, and here, here's no, no, no. Can I tell you something? What? In
1: In your statement just then. Like, sometimes I, you uh, have
0: to stop Eddie from talking well, or because we lose he, all he credibility.
1: Because er, you started out with your statement saying he's a good quarterback. And then at the end of your statement said people are getting upset because he's not a good quarterback. But they have to understand he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> so... You're, I don't know which well, way you're arguing. But, but, but
2: we had this conversation a while back. He is obviously a good quarterback. He's in Compared the, to us. Yes, he's in the NFL, and there are a lot of good quarterbacks that can't even get in the NFL. Obviously, he has the qualifications to be a quarterback in the NFL. He's in it. He wins games sometimes. He plays well sometimes. Like He's a good quarterback, period. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he loses games. He doesn't have a good game. Whatever. He's not where they want him to be. So he gets a lot of crap. Like he gets a lot of criticism thrown his way. And the poor dude, like, is just trying to make a career out of himself. But he can't turn on the TV or look at social media without someone saying you suck. But they, dude, they'd love to criticize quarterbacks like Mark Sanchez.
0: Imagine, dude, he did the butt fumble where yes. he ran into a guy's butt and, and fumbled. Fumble. The ball. And everybody still talks like, about the butt
1: fumble. They
2: literally still make fun of the butt fumble on TV to this day. Right. Dude, because but of do that I you do. think these guys follow their dreams and practiced every day to get in the NFL so people can just say they suck? But they that's love ripping on of, quarterbacks. That, that's part of the job. That's part of your, like, your job as a fan?
1: No, that's part of their job is to understand they're going to be criticized. They're in the public eye. That's what you signed up for. If you don't want that, go work at Charles Schwab and uh, trade whatever they do at Charles <laughs> Schwab. I don't know what they do, but stock. I've heard that. Is uh, that a stock? Day trading. Yeah, yeah, I think they if do If you trade. don't want to Invest. be critiqued, Go go work at the local firehouse or whatever. You you you're you're in the public eye. That's what you signed up for. I
2: just want to speak to the people. Like, just chill with your bad comments towards these people. They're human too. They're reading it and it hurts their feelings. Oh, speaking of the guy that just called Justin Turner ugly. Exactly. But you want to talk about not? I, I think Justin Turner knows he's ugly. I mean, obviously. Well, Blake Bortles knows he's not a very good NFL quarterback. Oof, I don't think so. I mean, how could you wake up every Sunday and play a game thinking that you suck? Like, you can't. You have to believe that you're better than that. He knows he is not Tom Brady. Well, there's no other Tom Brady. He like, knows he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, there's no other Aaron Rodgers. He knows he's not Jared Goff. He's not Jared
1: Goff. Exactly. He's Blake Bortles. He understands that he is very limited as a quarterback. They, What they miss is Leonard Fournette. Why were they successful last year? Because they would run, 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 control the clock, limit the other team's possessions, let their defense rest, and play action pass, Blake Bortles hits the wide receivers. Without Leonard Fournette, they can't pound the ball over and over and over and over. So they <laughs> their buy comes. Hopefully they get Fournette back. Bortles is a serviceable quarterback sometimes. He's pretty bad for NFL standards. He's a pretty bad quarterback. And it's just true. And if he doesn't want to hear the bad criticism, stay off social media. It's not a right. No, that's that, what he's that's what he said. That's what I'm saying. On it. He deleted his Twitter account.
2: Which is probably a good thing. He did that this weekend? No, he's been, he deleted a long time ago. It's rough, man. These these people are humans too. Like, who are we to just sit here and be like, you suck. You can't be an NFL quarterback. You deserve nothing. Go home. Go work for Charles Schwab. You're not, you don't belong in the National Football League. So, what says you, fat dude, on a microphone? Like, so what should we do? Sit here and just tell everybody they're good? No, just easy, easy. Like, what's wrong with the team? The team should do this. Like, all right, don't say, say someone sucks. Like, he doesn't deserve to be a quarterback. He should, he's not as good as anyone else. He sucks as a quarter. Like, it's just all that. It's just, just, he's obviously good enough to be where he is. There's got to be a right fit. There are so many different combinations for a team so they can win, so they can win. Doesn't mean that... The quarter like Blake Bortles is just a bad 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 quarterback. I don't think he's a bad bad quarterback, and no one should tell another human being they suck, especially while they're just talking on the radio or on social media. I felt bad for the dude. That's it, dude. Blake Bortles. I don't
0: know. Randomly, sometimes I will watch the dumbest stuff ever. But it was a uh, barstool, I believe, did it, and it was Blake Bortles. It was a tour of his house. It's 15 minutes long, and it's on YouTube. Just do Blake Bortles house tour, and there's this smoking hot chick doing the house interview with him. And it's just him just being a normal dude, but he's also kind of like trying to get with the chick. Oh, yeah. But it's a tour of the guy's house. He lets you into his house because he wants to be your friend, and then we just rip him apart. But he really does in this (laughs) YouTube video for 15 minutes. He he wants to be your friend, and you feel bad for the guy, but then you're also like, is he just trying to get with this girl that's doing the house tour with him? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't. Either you'll hate the 15 minutes and you'll turn it off after a minute, or you'll watch all. 15, I don't know uh, 15 minutes. Or to... you'll watch all 15 minutes and be like, "Did Blake Bortles just straight up hook up with that chick after this video was filmed?" <laughs> because I think mid-video he forgets he's doing a house tour and he just starts hitting on the chick. Really? It's, yeah, it's one of those. That's pretty funny, but and it's not all Blake Bortles' fault. Like
2: I, In, I know in Jacksonville. Obviously, I know that. But he does turn the ball over a lot. Okay, so does Jameis Winston. Like, okay. It's, okay. Yeah, Jameis <laughs> Winston. Florida's what, falling apart in football. Let's talk.
1: What do you do with Jameis Winston? He's you transitioned without me even having to transition
2: to Jameis Winston. I was gonna, we're, we're a team, I know. You didn't know I was going to talk about No, nah, but I saw it in your eyes. I was going
1: to talk about how the Jaguar defenders were out at the bar till 4 a.m. and tried to wick out, walk out on a $64,000 tab Ooh. in London. At 4 a.m. before It's another the game. country, it's all right. You don't. But that's have to what I'm saying. So countries. they're saying it's all Blake Bortles, but yes, there's other people like they shouldn't be out that late. Yeah, it, it looks a, bad. And,
2: and my whole thing was he said, you know, when the, there's the, a when divide the Jags, in the locker room, when the Jags win, they, it's not they don't give him credit, and when they lose, they say it's all Blake Bortles' fault.
1: Well, they gave him credit when they beat the Patriots this year. They said Blake Bortles played the best game of his career, probably,
2: and he did. And when they win the Super Bowl, he's going to do the David Price and they're be not, like, oh, okay.
1: They're not, but. Let's talk about Jameis Winston. He gets benched yesterday. What do you do? What do
0: you do with Jameis Winston from here on out? He's looking bad. Uh, homeboy, he had some time off from football, and it, it doesn't look like he got good. And he was good. They, they, he seemed like he was a good quarterback. And then Fitzmagic comes out, takes all the attention, then they kind of suck, and then he comes out four interceptions and he gets pulled. So is Jameis Winston not a good quarterback anymore?
1: I he, don't know if he was ever a good quarterback. He's a turnover machine. Well, then you don't want that. You do you almost got to go that. with
0: Fitz Magic then. Heck, when we start coming to these next NFL Sundays, is there no more Winston? Is it now Fitz Magic's team again? I I feel
2: like the I feel like it's it's just too too uh, reactionary. This is just a quick reaction. Every time they throw Fitz Magic into the into the mix, real quick, he just comes out firing and they're like, "Gosh, he's so good. Why don't we start him?" And then they start him and they become a mediocre team again. So like I don't know. Like I feel like when they start Jameis Winston, they're already a mediocre team. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. When Fitz Magic comes in when they're losing, they start winning and people get excited, put Fitz Magic back in. Then they start Fitz Magic and it's like, oh well, we're a normal team again. Well, maybe Winston didn't practice hard and do stuff when he was on that break for a month. And do you a know half. what I'm saying, coach? Two
1: this is Jameis Winston's games. Against Chicago, two interceptions. Against Atlanta, two interceptions, against Cleveland, two interceptions and a fumble against Cincinnati, four interceptions. So what does that tell you? Jameis Winston doesn't take care
0: of the football. right? And he does the risky moves that pay off or they just look terrible in the stat line. And it sounds like it's not paying off. The quarterbacks that throw interceptions a majority of the time, they're just anxious, they don't make good decisions, and they're just trying to force something.
2: So what about Fitzpatrick?
1: I, you Obviously, he's not going to be your franchise quarterback, but does he give you a better chance to win this year? But what's your goal? To make the playoffs? To yeah, the, win the to world? Go to the, to, to go win to the, the Super Bowl? Bowl. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, Sorry, they're not going to win it with Fitz Magic. Like, what's their record now? Uh. Sorry, I, I keep leaning on you for stats. Sorry about that. Yeah. We don't have an intern here looking up stats, but but you realize though, I, if, I don't I don't think changing the quarterback at this point of the season is going to change whatever their fate but, is to go to the playoffs and win the right, Super Bowl. Right.
1: But if you want to win games. You can't have your quarterback turning it over two, three, four times a game. It just, you're not going to win Correct. games. There's definitely more there's, stability. There's three and
2: four. There's definitely more stability to put Fitzmagic in there. I mean, he's more of a stable quarterback, but he's not going to turn your team around and turn them into Super Bowl champs.
0: But you realize my point with interceptions. If a quarterback throws an interception, one interception randomly at what, here and there, it doesn't matter. But. A two. This is a trend. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. That means he makes horrible decisions. Yes. That means his coaches hate him.
1: Yes, and, and the other players hate him. Like Deshaun Jackson said when when, when he was coming back, he said Fitzmagic should stay the quarterback. <laughs> and now he's requested a trade out of Tampa Bay, but they're not they're not honoring it. So like in 2018, that's this year, he has six TDs, ten ints, two fumbles. Yeah. Last year, nineteen TDs. 11 INTs, 10 fumbles. You can't have him. That, like, that's not franchise quarterback. If you're me, I sit him on the bench and I let him go. Or I try to trade him because he's not the franchise quarterback. He doesn't value protecting the football. 2016, 28 TDs, 18 INTs, and 6 fumbles. I mean, it's, that's just too many turnovers for
0: your franchise quarterback. I'm done with I I think you can't trust him. Get him out. He's a gambler. He like He's a risk guy. He's like Eddie is to gambling. Eddie with gambling, risk, boom, parlay this, parlay. You no. would be an interception-type quarterback. No. The guys that make one bet a weekend aren't interception quarter. You are an interception machine when it comes to betting and all that. You're just like Jameis Winston as a better. Out of control. Just reckless. We can't control this guy. We don't trust him. He makes too many parlays. We ask you to do one parlay, you do three. You're a Jameis Winston better as a better you want to be Tom Brady you know Tom Brady when he throws an interception he royally is mad at himself and it was just a horrible horrible one-time occurrence on his part. you realize that with an interception. I've realized this watching college and football and uh, NFL with these interceptions that you know the plays you know the cover you either decide do I want to take a risk and and do you or whatever you realize these interceptions are the quarterback decides to take a risk. It isn't like, oh my gosh, I threw an interception! Holy crap! They decide in their head in that split second, do they want to take that risk or not? Unless it's tipped, you you know where the defender's going. You Unless know you're tipped, and then the, that's random. The right. I mean, Those are random, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, the quarterback but knows when he throws the interception. If he, that risk right there, he knows in his head, like, okay, I'm about to take a risk. I'm about to take a risk. Brady, he throws it away, dumps down to an easier guy, does this, does that. Jameis Winston, boom, take that risk, baby. Roulette wheel, boom, spin it. Right. He's a, I don't like risk takers like crazy like that as a quarterback.
1: And that's what I'm saying. You're right. The tips you can't control. There's every once in a while, it goes right through a receiver's hands. I get it. But that doesn't explain 15, 18, 11, 10. Those are his INT numbers since he's been a pro. That is not a bunch. That's not all tips and all drops. That's a lot of him making bad passes
2: So and this, fumbling. So at this point of the season, though, what do you do? And if replacing him with Fitzpatrick, is that going to change your fate? Yes. Right now?
0: Yes. I think in the locker room, because the players believe in Fitzpatrick. You know they got to do something. They pulled the dude from the game. How awkward is it right now? If you're a Buccaneer in that, in that right now in the meeting room, how awkward is that? They're all sitting in there right now. How awkward is that? Not awkward at all. I, uh, players get pulled all the time, bud. Jameis? Uh, is Jameis here at the meeting? Oh, hey, Jameis. Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, he's in the uh, lunchroom.
2: He's eating crabs. Okay, Coach. Was that too much? They were free.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know. Uh, Fitz Magic,
0: are you here? He's got like his he, chain he's on. He's got
2: noodles in his.
0: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got noodles in his beard. Okay, guys, we have got one heck of a quarterback for oh, here. Oh
2: boy! Uh, why uh, are you dressed like McGregor again? You guys shake each other's hands, hug it out. Thank he, you. Fitzpatrick comes in all that. What was you talking about there, Jameis. I'm Start sucking like
0: McGregor. I'm just telling you, dude, you, you think it's awkward sometimes at your job? Imagine how awkward it is Monday morning at Buccaneers when the quarterback gets pulled in the third. Or how awkward that flight was home for the Jaguars after they'd stayed up all night at a strip club or a nightclub. So, at a, what, at a bar. What, so what happened I, with them?
1: They were at a burlesque show, oh. and they ran up a $64,000 tab, and they tried to walk out. All of them. <laughs> how many I mean, were well, they, there? Was, they, there was I mean, nine did they go play, one at a time? There were nine all, players there. But only four uh, allegedly tried to walk out on the bill or something, okay. and they were detained and they had to get it situated.
2: So nine players, four try to walk out. I mean,
1: isn't that well? The other ones left earlier, is what I'm saying. Like oh. they were already done. Like they had already taken care of their tab. The four, I guess, they, oh, okay, that, according okay. to the story, there was only four that were involved in this incident that tried to walk out on the tab.
2: Okay, I was thinking like, all right, so four of them try to. Screw their other friends over. Like I saw that as kind of an inside thing, but it oh, a happens. Little bit.
1: Though, oh yeah, we were at the bowling alley when I was in high school, and we had two lanes, right? And uh,
2: one that's lane... important to the story. Yeah, like two lanes.
1: No, no, two lanes is important yes. because what's what... the name of the bowling alley? Highland
2: Lanes. Highland Lanes. Highland lanes. Barnett One Eighty Three, right, Austin, right. Texas. Yes. Double Strike, uh, right across the street from pl- uh, from Pluckers and Chili's. Whoa, watch your mouth. Yeah. So you mother Plucker.
1: So. <laughs> Some of our buddies on lane three decided they were going to walk out without paying. So we finish our game and we go and they're like, "Oh, you got to pay for that other lane." We're like, "We're not on that lane." They're like, "Well, you know them." I was like, "No." So they called the cops on you guys. On us,
2: even though you weren't—that wasn't your lane. That
1: wasn't our lane. And the cops came, and the cops made us pay for their lane. That's what I thought That's, happened
2: in, in London.
1: And so we were like, dang. So we got stuck paying for their uh, lane, and it was, I was ticked. So Did then, you ever get your money back? Of course. The next night, we go to IHOP at like 4 in the morning. Which IHOP? I hop over there on 183 in Duval. Okay, I know it okay. well. Yeah.
0: Comparable and, to that London story, but continue. Yes. Yeah, it's comparable. Exactly. $64,000 a dollar thing at a burlesque show, lunchbox, Waffle House. Well, uh, no, Lucky Highland, Strike. Highland
1: Lanes. It was probably about a $35, 40 tab. That's a pretty big deal when mm. you're in high school. So we were going to walk
0: on this $40 tab.
1: And so we were you're at IHOP.
2: We're at IHOP. You order Moons Over Miami. Nope, I... Rudy, Tootie, fresh and fruity, love it. Yes,
0: Grand Salami. So
1: that's at uh Denny's. Denny's,
0: thank you. Dumbass.
1: So we're there, and one of our buddies like, "Man, I ain't paying for this. I'm walking out." And he walks it. out. It continues. I mean, these guys don't
0: stop from walking <laughs> out. And, and
1: Forrest and I look at each other. And we're like, "We're not going through this again." Where we had to pay last night, we're not paying for everybody's breakfast at four in the morning this time. So the staff gets distracted, starts singing "Happy Birthday" to a table, and so we just go. And we're out of there. Dine and dash. Dine and dash. And they come chasing after us, and Forrest is driving his little Cherokee, and it's kind of starting to rain Whoa, out. whoa,
2: whoa. You're giving the details on the escape vehicle.
1: Hey, it's old, man. That, that Cherokee's long uh, gone.
2: That's a uh, uh, statute of limitations. Yeah, st-
1: I hope it is. I don't know. I'm just talking about this like it's open
2: season. Maroon, uh, and Looking forward we out there. pull out on
1: the road, and they're running out trying to get the license plate, and it's kind of wet. And we <laughs> slide a little bit, fishtail, and we're out of there. Scott Free. Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow. Good story. How do you sleep at night?
1: I don't know, but it's pretty
2: comparable to the $64,000 bill. Do you well, still think about that dine and dash? Not, like, do I lose sleep over it? Yeah. like, do you, no. Does your conscious somehow nope, it, never come back and be like, damn, I no. should probably go back to that.
0: But we've no. all been with buddies, though, that ditch on bills. Right, so this, and then this bill, 64000 oh, man, they're terrible people. You think about it? We've all been with buddies that ditch on a right, bill before. and
1: 64000 to them might not be a lot of money. They may run up that size bar tab all the time. Who knows? They that got...
2: The days before credit cards, me and my buddy Aaron, we were lifeguards and we had two hours off for lunch. And we're like, let's go to that hibachi place, Shogun. Yeah, dude, I love that place. It's lunch. It can't be more than 20 bucks. Yeah, cool. We got 20 bucks in cash. We go, we eat. It's like $37. We don't have enough for it. We're like, holy crap, dude. You didn't we have don't $37? Have... No, we had $20 bills, all we had. So we're like, you guys okay. Roll deep. Yeah, this is high school. We're 18 is a lifeguard. Uh, mom's always let me have a couple 20s. Really? No, that's all we had. So so we tell them, we're like, look, I'm so sorry. All we have is $20. I know the bill's 35 37 whatever. We just don't have the money. They're like, what do you mean you don't have the money? We just don't have it. I'm sorry. We'll wash dishes or whatever. <laughs> and oh, then we, my God. We were so ready to wash dishes. And the guy goes, get the hell out of here. You take your twenty. You took the twenties and get the hell out of here. It's a good man, right there. That's
1: good. At least you paid some of it. Yeah,
2: coach. We really thought we'd have enough with twenty dollars for lunch. You didn't. We did not.
1: Yeah, Texas didn't have enough either this weekend. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. you called it, dude. And I, I, I,
0: I folks. Even though we were one and four, we missed on a lot of our locks, and we screwed you guys up with money. We told you Texas sucks. Like
1: I got a lot of tweets. Saying we know you hate Texas, you're anti-Texas, all this. No, shut up. Yes, I, I'm I am not. the music bed. I don't we get it. I don't hate Texas, guys. I, I really don't hate Texas. I don't hate the Longhorns, not at all.
2: <laughs> what I want,
1: what I want is people to stop being unrealistic. Okay, Eddie, really, it's really annoying. My bad. Like I lost your point. Continue. It's un- <laughs> Texas fans have unrealistic. Unrealistic expectations yes. and beliefs. They are the most overreactionary crowd. And maybe it's just because I grew up in Austin, so I see yes. it. So maybe if I lived in uh Berkeley Tennessee. or, yeah, we or would never in, know. in Knoxville, I would be the same way with those fans. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I I'm with I'm friends with a lot of UT fans and yes. I see it on Facebook and they win one game and everybody starts talking about Texas is back. Texas is back. When you are back, you won't have to announce you're back. Mm-hmm. You will see the product on the field and say, you know what? They look really good. If you've watched, watched Texas all year, they do not look good. They don't look like a top 10 team. When they started getting the top 10, people started talking about Texas going to the playoff. Oh my gosh. I tried to tell you they're not a top 10 team. So people hit me on Twitter. Well, then who should be in the top 10? And I said, I don't know who should be in the top 10 but I would put Texas at about number fifteen. Where are they going to drop to? Fifteen is where they're at in the coaches, pool, the AP poll, whatever. Tomorrow, the college football rankings come out for the first time this year, so that's when they do the whole thing, and we'll find out where they really are. But how does that work? It's a computer, and they have a they have a uh, what you, a committee that okay. gets together and they
2: discuss it okay. and they so put It's a it all, little easier than coaches voting on it.
1: Yes, it's these individual people that supposedly have no bias, but they have a bias because let's be real, what's going to generate dollars and TV revenue right. and when the playoff comes. They try to pick the four best teams. But Texas was nowhere near the top four best teams.
0: Do they they have a chance to get back to the top four or no?
1: No, Uh, no, no. Texas fans, it is over. You are now just playing for what bowl are you going to go to? You still have a chance to win the Big 12 because you only have one loss in the Big 12. So you could go and win the Big 12 championship. That should be your goal right now. Are you good enough to do that? I don't think so. I still think you're a year away. I like Sam Ellinger. He I looks like better. Him. He's tough. He's a good leader. I like what he brings. Like I said, he can't be diving in their shoulder first all the time though when he runs the ball. He's going to get hurt. You have good wide receivers. You're starting to get talent at Texas. You're just not there to the Mac Brown area yet. You got to get backups cuz when one like couple of players were suspended for the first drive or quarter or whatever, their defensive backs cuz they missed meetings and you gave up a lot of points. You got to build that depth. You're building. I don't hate Texas. I just don't like the fans that are so ridiculous thinking they're back when they win one game. You barely beat Tulsa. You barely beat Baylor. It just shows you're not there yet. So let's calm down. I don't hate Texas, but I told you who Texas was. Texas was a maybe top 15 team. I would say maybe now 20. They're not world beaters. So let's relax. Take a chill pill. World beater. And I'm glad that Texas lost so we could calm down the hype. And we yes. predicted
0: that. We predicted that. And we also said the World Series under five and a half games. Thank you. Yes. But we also did lose our locks this weekend. Sorry but
1: yes, so college football, that's the only thing I took away. And Clemson looks pretty good. With that new quarterback, Sunshine, he looks really good. Trevor Lawrence.
2: So, so I'm with you. I think we're connected with the Texas fans a little more biased than anyone else because we lived in te- and You're from Austin. Yes. Yes. We lived in in Texas. We lived in Austin. Okay, coach. We I don't have need your friends. No, listen. We have friends and family that do over post on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever about Texas. So we have this thing against Texas for that reason. No, Texas no. fans.
1: Thank you. So, I don't have anything against. Texas. I personally
2: have Texas fan. I'm against Texas fans because I worked downtown every weekend for for like ten years and. Every time they tailgated, there was a fan pissing on my live truck tire. Uh, if they were tailgating, there's some sorority chick throwing up on my news unit. Like Did every you get her freaking Saturday, Did I you was get her like, number. No, every Saturday it'd be like, get the hell away from my news car. Like really, get away. And 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 this is the thing that bothered me. It's like, dude, you're 70 years old, like, and you're chugging beers with these college students. Like, get over it. You're not in college anymore. Watch the Texas game from your house. Hold on. Don't be tailgating with all these kids. Hold on. You have a problem with older people tailgating? That's why you're mad? Like, my dad had all these friends, like 50 year old dudes, who tailgated, and they were like. 20, 50-year-old dudes just checking out young chicks. I'm like, guys, go to the house. Like, go where you're— So if you were invited to a tailgate this weekend for the Tennessee Titans versus the Dallas Cowboys, would you tailgate? No. They, they're playing the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go for a beer, and then I'll go back oh, in. Oh,
1: gosh. You are so old. Why are you tailgating? Don't be drinking beer with the young people.
2: What and are you talking about? And don't piss on my tire. Like, that's what I hated about Texas fans. But, again, if I lived in Knoxville and there were some, some Tennessee fans, I'd probably hate Tennessee, too. South Bend— South Bend, I hate Notre Dame. I know. I, I think that's just the because I was surrounded by that. I, I'm bitter towards these Texas fans, and not the kids, not the students that go there. Whatever, dude. it's your school. Like, go crazy. You you're, just got mad at the sorority girl. You're fifty years old. You're a lawyer. Like, you can afford a a barbecue pit the size of two pickup trucks. Great grill in the back of your in your backyard.
0: Dude, if you're rich, you are throwing a little tailgate at the UT. Just tailgate. because
2: you went to Texas 30 years ago, like just do it in your backyard. Invite your friends over Listen, to the house.
0: Listen, dude, does the Texas Exes love? They love them some <laughs> Texas, love, exes. No, know, Texas Exes.
1: They love Texas Every <laughs> alumni association with a big school, Ohio State, they love their Ohio State whatever, <laughs> whatever oh, Ohio Exes. Yes, but I I Are they I, Ohio Exes? I don't know what they're called, but Eddie saying they shouldn't tailgate. That's you are just being it doesn't weird. Grow
0: up. It's crazy talk. Yeah, they're going to a football game. It's like a relaxing atmosphere. Like, okay, let's chill. But it did take me a while to understand what Texas X's meant. I thought it was like you dated an X. Ex- <laughs> I, dude, I had no idea when I first oh, went down moved there, there. Dude, everybody had these bumper stickers that said Texas X's, and apparently, if you went to Texas, you wear a bump. You have a bumper sticker that says Texas X's, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. If you graduated from there and you're yeah. part of but the you, alumni association. you have association. to pay. Yeah, you have to yeah. pay. Okay, Number all of sure. that whole group thing, tailgate. They all love their tailgates. They love UT. It's a. I mean, it's, it's like that at Guys, every school. you graduated no, it's 30 years It's, ago. it's awesome. Every school. They have it's tons cool. of pride. I think it's, it's awesome. really
1: fun that you have pride. Yeah. I just don't like the overreactionary fans that say Texas is going to win the national title. No, they're not going to win the national title. They're getting better, but they are not anywhere near where they need to be to be up there with Alabama and Clemson. No, oh, not even no, close. Not even
0: close. <laughs> yeah, and the UT fans, you're just like Bama. They don't even stay till the end of the games. Well, they don't. What do you mean? They went. Oh, you, when you, they're killing people. Yeah, the Texas fans leave early. I'll tell you that right I now. I think
2: every school does that. I know. I think every Unless school, it's a
0: good is, game. Is yeah. there a fan base that is
2: loyal, that no. stays till the entire game? If you do, you're a loser. Go home. No, you're not a loser. You, oh, if, my and gosh. Also, If you're still 50 years old partying with a college kid's tailgate, and you're a loser. Come on.
1: Eddie, what? what are you talking about? You Three years ago, you were at the bars. What? Three years ago you're at the bar getting hammered and you're telling these guys they're losers for partying with their Yeah, the tailgates
2: with the, the college students.
0: Okay, you can go tailgate as yeah, a, a fifty-year-old person. You just can't cross over into the sorority fraternity tailgate. No, they're
2: all mixed in. You ever gone to them It's like one campsite is no, all fifty-year. That's year why it's dudes. awesome.
0: Dude, dude, I went to Vanderbilt do a tailgate with our buddy Cruz a couple years ago yeah. and we're partying, we're having fun. Next thing you know, we're part of a sorority tailgate. And I was like, dude,
2: I think we're too old for this. <laughs> that's my point. But there's there's some fifty year old lawyers that okay. don't think
0: they're too old for that. So, so what I'm saying is, you need to have your own tailgate. <laughs> don't venture in a sorority row for the tailgate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay in your little camp area. That's I why. do find it weird. <laughs> I,
1: I, I do wonder about when I see tailgates and I see families there with little kids. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another thing too. I, I get it. No, no, no. Because they want to. They, they, it's like a tradition. It's a family tradition. But I just wonder, do their kids not play sports? Because when I was growing up, we played sports on Saturday. Right. Like we had games. So, do they not allow their kids to play youth sports because they want to tailgate? That's what I think in you my think mind. If you
0: think about it, there's what, five tailgates? They make them miss a couple games. Well,
2: like right now, like for example, right now, my kids play sports and there's nothing on Saturday mornings.
0: There's nothing? Mm-mm.
2: Well, they, okay, well, I played so, soccer. So maybe, yeah, they're not playing soccer. Soccer and baseball was on, you could, baseball is on Monday.
1: Only one game a mm-hmm. week. We played two games a week. One during the so that, week, one may, on the weekend. Maybe
2: fall. I don't. I don't know. But I'm just telling you. Right now, if I wanted to go to tailgates, take the kids with me, I could. Saturdays were okay.
1: That's interesting. And we had. I played basketball when I was growing up as a kid, and I just wonder. Those like, are Saturday
2: mornings. That's what yeah. I
1: mean. So, like, do these kids not play sports, or are their parents so hardcore that they say you can't play sports because we got tailgates? Or you have to miss your game. Well, they are
2: hardcore. First of all, because you have to reserve those spots like months in advance. Like there's a lottery system for a certain parking lot, and you love it. And when you get that spot, you're so pumped, and then you start collecting money, and they're all excited, and it's, it's like, you know, March. And they were all excited about something that's going to happen in, like, September. You know, so, like, they start way early. So, yeah, they are hardcore. These tailgaters in charge of getting their spots and organizing the thing, they're hardcore.
0: Hardcore. Dude, the tailgate's usually better than the game. I agree. Dude, I would rather
1: watch the game on a TV at the tailgate than go in the stadium. And that's me. And I know I'm getting older because I realize that going to a game is not as much fun as being in a comfortable chair... Relaxing, not paying twelve dollars for a beer, not paying fifteen dollars for a hot dog, when I can sit out in the parking lot or wherever and grill and do whatever. And but it, watch but, the
2: game on TV. Right. Like in but the if you're lot.
1: gonna if you're gonna just sit there in the parking lot and watch the TV, just have people over to your house and exactly. barbecue in the backyard. So I just said. I no, you said you shouldn't tailgate Yeah, at don't all. go out
2: there at all. Just watch in the backyard. You're fifty years old. But if you're, but if you, but old, if you're <laughs>
1: going to the game, I have no problem with you tailgating. But the people that do tailgate and then just sit in the parking lot, you put all that effort to drive down there, set everything up, reserve a spot, when you could just have your spot at your house, tell your friends, hey man, come on over, and have 20 people at your house, and have a good time. Yeah, yeah that's
2: and, a little weird to me. I totally agree with yes, you on that and one. if you graduated 30 years ago, just watch it at your house. Don't go to the till. Let the kids have their own fun. That's what you're saying, right? Now, the t- no. No. T- I'm saying... Dude, I am you're saying,
0: going hard on, like, 50-year-olds going to tailgate.
2: There's something. I, it's guys, just, It's only totally judgmental, In, in sure. 10
0: years when Eddie's 50, trust me, I will get a picture of him at a tailgate. I'm going to put it on Twitter. It'll be viral.
2: I'm going to be checking out some sorority girl <laughs> with a beer in my hand. And he's going to be, like, one you, block from sorority row. We check out sorority girls now, so what's the difference? I like try a, not to. I, I tell myself, don't, don't look over there. Don't. Sometimes I slip, but I try to consciously <laughs> tell myself. Whatever. I look. No, it I, I try to tell myself, don't do it. I'm at the grocery store and some Zetas in her shirt. I'm like, hey, hottie, what
1: up? You getting Captain Crunch? Do, I you guess say, I'll... do you talk to her? No, like in my head. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, in okay. your head, you're like, what up, hottie? I'm like,
2: dang, okay, Zetas, you guys are doing pretty good. See, sorority girls now look really young to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's just because I'm older, but they look like kids. Kids to me. I, I don't even look at them and be like, that's pretty hot. It's weird. Hot or not? College kids. They just look really young to me now. Some college kids look real young. I saw really young. I saw some dude driving the dam like that no way that kid's even sixteen. He looked ten years old behind a wheel. And that just could be me getting older. I don't know. That well, is
0: you getting older. And
2: I think the football players are just so big. The football players still look my age oh, in college. They look
0: older than they me. They look older than yeah, me. Older than me. Are you I want kidding to know me? When is the point in time when I'm going to watch a college game and be like, man, a bunch of peewee players out Never.
2: there? Never. I mean, they no, are so big. some of the 50-year-old lawyers at the tailgates are no. probably... Oh. You, so- you, you guys are so... We're smaller guys.
0: Dude, they are so big. They, That's what I mean. You always are going to look up to these college players, man.
2: They don't look young at all. Well a lot of them have facial hair. Those linemen don't look young at all. Those and, linemen look older than I do.
1: <laughs> it's it crazy. They they they
2: all yes, because Sunshine are, looks young. Yeah, Sunshine he's big. does look young he's, he
1: Lawrence, but he's big. And that's what I mean. He does have a big face. Dicker the kicker for Texas. He looks young. <laughs> you know what? Good point.
0: Dicker the kicker looks young. He does. He, he might be one of the only college players I've looked at and be like, looks young. Young but kid.
1: He doesn't really I mean he's a football player but uh,
2: no no he's a football he's player. he's a football player
1: period period but coach but no no I'm saying but he's not one that's in the trenches and getting the crap knocked out of him those are the ones to me
2: that look just like what does that have to do with the way they look like like I think I think body aside body aside well that's what I'm saying their bodies no, just no. look bigger when they take their helmet off is when you can tell they have acne everywhere and they're like yeah, I'm I'm 20 years old or when how old are they 19. Well, they're yeah. 18 to 22. Yeah. yeah. All right. So they're in their, tw- their early 20s. All right. But when they take their helmet off, you see all that acne. I'm like, all right, they're still kids. And our boy LeBron got another coach fired. Yeah. We saw that coming. Dang. Obviously, the whole world poor did. Poor LeBron. Who got
1: fired? Tyron Lue, Cavs head coach. Oh, yeah. And yeah, off yeah, to an
0: yeah. 0-6 start. Dude, that one of the Lakers guys got fired. The Cavs couldn't win in Lithuania this year. Like, Here's they the thing. are
1: bad. This is what's funny. And so he's on the Cavs, and he gets David Blatt fired, and he gets his friend who he likes, Ty Lue. I don't even know if Ty Lue was even that good of a coach. You know who makes you look like a good coach? LeBron. LeBron. He is. He doesn't seem... I don't know if he accepts coaching very well. He likes to run the team a little bit. Yes. But once he's gone, you're 0-6. So does that tell you who... I mean, how good LeBron is, guys? This team is 0-6 now. He took this team, the Cavaliers, to the NBA Finals last year. So when people sit here and tell me, oh, they hit me, the Lakers suck, LeBron sucks. Oh, I can't believe he went to. Do you see how good LeBron is? That Cavs team, they were in the NBA Finals, and now their coach is fired six games after LeBron left. That tells you how much of a difference LeBron
0: James makes, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, he's the greatest basketball player we've ever seen. No, Michael Jordan. But what I'm – dude, who thought the Cavs were going to win a game this year? They're terrible. Well, they're going to
1: win a game, but they're not – and then Kevin Love could be out injured, or he could be out for
0: up to a month with a foot. Uh, dude, they're going to be like 20-point underdogs every game this year. They are so bad.
2: Hey, lunch. Same thing with this guy, Eric Spolstra. What about is him? That, is that same thing with him? Like, is he a good coach? or? He's LeBron a good coach. Him? Okay. Look what – he's still there. Yeah. He's still there, still creating things. He's still pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he fell under the category of LeBron made this coach look good. I mean, really dude, good.
0: LeBron and Ty Lue, LeBron was running that team. Right. Ty Lue I hasn't run you. that
2: game in a, team in a long time.
0: Ever. I don't think he ever ran the team. I think now, when they fired the head coach, he thought he was the assistant coach. He was like, oh, that's me. I'm the head coach. I forgot.
1: Eric Spolstra, well, I think he benefited from having a good team to start. Because if he would have had a bad team to start, does he last two, three years? Because that's what happens to some of these coaches. They, they get these terrible teams. So they get fired, so they really never have a chance. Hmm. He started out with LeBron, Bosh, Bosh Wade. Wade. Okay, not bad. Not a bad starting group to make Chalmers. me look. Li- and then Big 3. Big 3.
0: And Chalmers, that was Big 4. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that that helps, yes. But okay. I think he's a good coach. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, Ty lu has got his championship, though. He's good.
1: Yeah, he got an NBA title, and he's fired now. Boom, see you later. He's good. Sort of like Dwayne Casey That's last year. That's not bad for your resume. But if
0: you've got an NBA title, you can do the TV shows and stuff. That's and all you need on your resume. All you need. And he'll That's get true. another coaching
2: job probably. Or can go to Charles Schwab and do that whole thing. And then the okay, We're, gonna, we're then. going oh, back to that. We're yeah. referencing see, that again. You got here. You got, oh, NBA championship. Really? Look at that. <laughs> well, well, we you know about day trading?
1: At, <laughs> and we can use you at corporate events. You can
2: come and speak about what it takes <laughs> to win. Dude, that championship gives you access to anything you want. Hey, the resume only says NBA championship. Huh. All right. Cool. You're good to go. When can you start?
1: That's all you have to do. That's if you had an NBA cha- championship, an NFL championship, a World Series ring. If you're ever going to apply for anything, you just take just the show ring. up with the ring on. And exactly. Like,
2: uh, we didn't get your resume. Uh, oh. oh, oh, the ring. Yeah. No, that oh. works. That uh, works. Are you well.
0: okay with upper management?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that works. When can you start? Are you mad at your coach, Jason Garrett? Uh, I mean, no. Okay, they didn't good. even play this weekend. I'm frustrated. Right. No, but... no, no.
1: Well, because he was at the Dodgers game. Oh. the world series I'm not, no, sitting no, that's, front row, fine. that's fine and people are like what's he doing oh my gosh he needs to be getting in the film room and shut up like, that's their vacation guys well <laughs> yes
2: it's their time I, off my the way i look at it is he probably took a private jet Dude, yeah people are from done. dallas 24 hours he was not gone for 24 hours took a private jet from dallas to
1: la went to the game after the game, got on a private jet back to Dallas. Slept in, in his own bed. Slept in his own bed. If yes. I had to guess, no, no, I think you're so absolutely right. People saying that he needs to be work, guys. It's like going out to dinner. He probably worked during the day. He can still look at film or study stuff or come up with a game plan while he's on the road or in the sky. Let's. They can enjoy. They can do things outside of work. Yes. They they go home at some time. They don't just stay at the
0: people who mind their own business. I wish a newspaper came out with a headline that said, "All you haters and trolls on Twitter." Please shut up. We now have records that he took a private jet to and from the game. He was only gone for five hours total. Here's the pictures and proof. Private jet, people. There's a rich life out there that people live that you have no idea. That about. You don't understand. Boom. Headline of the news article. Yeah. Here, dude here are the trolls that made fun of him. Boom, boom, boom. How Here's cool their addresses. Is,
2: how cool is Dodger Stadium though? Where if you sit in the front row right behind home plate, it's like you're on the field. Just a net between you and the field. That's pretty cool. Like I yeah. think most stadiums have, you know, the, the little the wall, wall halfway up wall. This is crazy. Like they just sit right there, and literally they can those put their might foot on the be, field.
1: If I'm thinking, the worst seats in the house.
0: Yeah, and also my buddy went to Dodger Stadium. So it's kind of a letdown. Well, Sitt- yeah, sitting there. I'm, I'm
2: talking about those. It's seats. not really one of those special stadiums. We're talking about the seats. I'm the talking about front, the seat right behind. Because I don't know if you can see anything because your field level. I think you can see what the ump sees?
1: Ah, the ump may block you because the ump's a big dude. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. if you're sitting right there, you can't. Can you see the plate? Like that would be. You pay all that money, you get there, and you
2: can barely see anything. I feel that like would that, be terrible. I feel like that experience would be great. You get to see the speed of the of the pitches. Oh, it'd be awesome. I mean, it, it get... is
0: with hockey. The closer you are to the glass, the better you're seeing the puck. So with hockey, the closer, yes, if that applies to baseball, then those would be the best seats in the house.
2: Where's your ideal place to sit in the ballpark?
1: Oh, third baseline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Third baseline. First or,
2: row or in middle or I'm a little just, bit up?
1: Well, I mean, no, man, I'll picking, take first you pick row. Whatever take first you want. row. That's first fine. First row, third baseline. With, base with baseball,
0: the closer you can get, the more you can see the ball, you can see the actual swings. That's cooler. Same with hockey. Actually, you
1: know what? I'm going to say behind home plate. I sat there about 10 rows, 12 rows up. Yeah. Uh, I went to the ballpark in Arlington, and I watched the A's versus the Rangers. And it was either Mulder or Zito. Mark Mulder or Barry Zito on the mound. I don't remember. But, I mean, you want to say... It was incredible to watch their curveball just mm-hmm. snap off. I mean, just to be able to see the pitch, and you would come and was like drop off a table.
2: It was that's why I think those seats are right. Worth but it. those
1: seats, I'm saying, I, I was like ten I rows know you're up, elevated, so I was a elevated bit. a little bit. I don't know if ground level you can see it because you have the catcher, the umpire, and the hitter that you're all looking. You know what I mean? So it's it's harder to see. So you need to be a few rows up, if you, in my
2: opinion. And I do love watching everyone flinch whenever there's a ball that that pass, passes the catcher and it goes, hits the net, and people just flinch like it's going to hit them. It has no chance of hitting them. Hey, I love that.
0: That doesn't apply, though, to basketball with those seats that are the lower ones. You don't want to be behind the backboard. No, no they will terrible. They'll, they'll
2: step on your nuts. Made
0: that mistake at a Vanderbilt game. Literally the worst experience of my life. You've got to be able to see both sides of the court. You can never tell if a oh. guy's shooting a three-pointer,
2: coach. Oh. You can
0: never tell if a ball's going in. It looks like it's going to hit the backboard. Oh, he just, just swished the ball. Oh, he's about to swish it. Air ball. You can't judge the trajectory of the ball. From Basketball, the you board. want to be at one of the corners. Yeah.
1: Because that way, if you're at midcourt, you have to turn your head left and right the whole time. That's kind of annoying. If you're at the corners, you can just look yeah. diagonal and yeah.
2: see everything. You only have like a 90 degree
1: turn.
0: Yeah. One time I thought a guy was about to dunk the ball. Apparently he was at the three point line. It sucks, <laughs> dude. You can't tell <laughs> distance.
1: Oh, all all right. right. This is about it Tonight.
0: Patriots travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Snooze Fest. What's that line? Give 14. it to me. 14. hey
2: We got to have a lock Take there. the Bills. Oh, God. Yeah. Listen. Coach, are you drunk? If you are Coach, willing oh, to- my, All my experience of gambling in Vegas style, are, I mean, you got to take the Bills. Are you saying slam the door? Take the Bills, slam the door. <laughs> Listen. So what is it, the 14 points. or
1: 14 a hook? I, last I saw was 14. Patriots <laughs> minus 14. Here's my thing. If you are betting this game, you have a problem. Oh. 14 <laughs> points is so much to give up in the NFL. Like, that is a such a... But if I was going to bet it, there is no way I would put my money on the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they the Chiefs
2: are, can't cover 10. You think the Patriots are going to cover... Two, two, totally 14? different teams. Yeah, that's a betters mistake comparing teams and stuff like that. No, yes. I, I see plus fourteen every, and I see everyone in the world going, oh my gosh, the Patriots are gonna murder the Bills. I see, I see right now. I predict Minnesota Bills part two right here, where the Bills beat the Patriots. I'll bet you it's 13 and a half, boys. Just so we have the updated line. I have, I'll bet my, you. my bet's fourteen. Okay, you want to bet me that the Bills win? No, coach, I have, I have bets going. It's okay.
1: Well, you just said, I'm just saying. I know, if you, I have, I have it, money on it, just not with you. Right. I'll give you better odds
2: in there. What? I'll
1: you'll, give you five to one. We'll bet 20 you'll bucks. you
2: pay me 25 bucks for $1? No, no, no.
1: Oh. I'll bet, yes, $20. Okay, 25. Okay, so, you
2: give me 25, i give you one. No. That's the bet I have. No,
1: five to one. 25 bucks, I'll take the Patriots to win, and you take the Bills to win. I'm good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so what I'm saying is, the Bills have one of the worst offenses in the modern era of NFL football
2: <laughs> modern, modern era. era what's the what's the the post era or the the well the I'm old saying last 20, 20
1: years 20 20 years I'll say they have one of the worst offenses they don't move the ball they have no weapons Derek Anderson is playing quarterback he's been on the team for 16 days before that he was homeless at home or looking for a place to live just living out of his car so if you really back the bills I mean that's crazy. But if I was going to bet, I would bet on the Patriots, but I would not bet the game because that's a lot of points. And the Patriots could come in and just run the ball, run the ball, like Bill Belichick, you know, never – sometimes he runs up the score and then other times he takes it easy. You can never know with him, but wow, what a boring game.
2: If the Bills cover this spread, guys, hear me out. If the Bills cover, can you please maybe once in your life maybe consider that that's the way this stuff kind of works? Like when it seems like a for sure – You go on the other side. You go on the other side. Like, when it seems like it's a no-brainer, the Patriots are going to slaughter the Bills. Slaughter the Bills. 14 is nothing. Might as well give them 27. Like, you got to consider that if the Bills win this, guys. They're not going to win the game. Guys, if the Bills win this game. They won't. What? Spit it out. Vegas is involved. Okay. Anyways,
0: guys, you ready for my lock? I always try to bring you a great one. I totally am sorry for this weekend. I absolutely sucked. I thought my teammates were going to bring me up. They ended up missing all their locks as well. So we looked like a bunch of bumbling idiots that don't know anything we're talking about. So I'm going to bring it back to you. This is a small bet. Put $100 on it. It's a very minor thing to make your money back from this weekend. Golden State Warriors, NBA, Chicago Bulls, over $229. you are going to bet this. You're not going to watch the game. You're going to tune in in the fourth quarter. Lunchbox says there's something where you can pay $3 and watch the fourth quarter. ninety nine. Okay. So pay that amount. Watch only the fourth quarter. It is going to go over 229 points. Why? Why is it going to go over? Give me some reasoning. Splashtown. Uh, Golden State Warriors, I love how fast they play. I love their three-point threat. The Bulls, dumpster fire. They will give up 150 points. So that means the Bulls, only, by my math, only need to put up 100, which in today's NBA is very simple. Make your twos, make your ones, make your layups, dribble the ball. There you go, guys. Over 229. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk about
1: teams that uh, have a chance to win the Super Bowl because there's only a handful that can win the Super Bowl. So
0: we're gonna oh, yeah. break some hearts tomorrow. Yeah, I'll pay off that teaser: the Rams and the Chiefs.
2: Uh, why, why do not you wait until tomorrow? I want you to bring. I mean, but that's what everyone else would guess too. <laughs> bring, bring in. You gotta, hey, hey, you gotta bring your hey, dark horses tomorrow. We're gonna tell you the teams that could win the Super Bowl, boys. You have to bring some dark horses tomorrow.
1: No, Cowboys. there's only no, no.
0: There's no Cowboys. Oh boy. All right. I'll All bring right. a dark horse. Titans.
2: <laughs> wow, that's a
0: real dark There is horse. an
1: elimination game this weekend. Titans play the Cowboys. Losers done for the year. Woo!
2: I mean, that's an easy call
0: right there. Dude, I wish that game was in Nashville. I would go to that thing. It is. I thought it's in Dallas. I don't know. I just made it's that up. It's not here. Good. Did you see me flinch? I, see I, you, I, 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 I memorized these schedules pretty good. You totally flipped me for that one there.
2: Yeah, it's not here. All right. We're out of here. All right. And remind me to tell you something tomorrow, too. I got an update on uh, my balance on the uh, on my gambling site.
0: Yeah, it's bad. Well, oh, no, you don't know that. You don't it, know that.
2: Is it red or black? Uh, what does it come in colors? All right, hit
0: us up on Twitter, well, Sword Loser it, Show. It's
2: green. What does that mean? Green's good. Red's really? Is, red's terrible. Oh, it's green. Black's I'll, I'll good. tell you that much. It's green. All right. Yeah. All, All right, right see boys. See tomorrow, Sword Loser Show on Twitter. You promise it's not red? No, it's green. Okay,
1: guys, let's what? go.
2: Lunchbox, what color is that?
1: I don't know. Look at. What am I looking at?
2: The color where my hand is. Oh, it's green. Yeah, it's green. (laughs) Nice job, (laughs) dude. All right. We'll see you all tomorrow.